welcome to episode 5 of the Grumps Blog Podcast, dated 9th of October 2020. Today's episode includes a funny news story about a phone charger that was found in a man's bladder. I'm going to have a rant about the rail unions going on strike in the middle of a pandemic. I'm going to tell you a dad joke, obviously, and then I'm going to tell you about some events from this week in history. The article in the Metro in June 2020 was entitled Doctors Have Removed a Phone Charger from Inside a Man's Bladder. Yeah, yeah, you definitely heard that right. It goes on to say that the patient, aged 30, went to the doctors after complaining of abdominal pains. They say it's unclear how the lead came to get in his bladder, but they believe it was swallowed or inserted for sexual gratification. The man, said to have a history of accidental ingestion of headphones, can be seen with the curled lead inside his bladder in x-ray scans. He was given a two-day course of laxatives in a bid to alleviate the stomach pain before doctors performed a small incision into his gastrointestinal tract. Five medics performed a 45-minute surgery to remove the lead at Guwahati Hospital in northern India. Quote ends. It's a very, very strange story. Knowing no idea how true it is, but I, I guess people do do strange things. I have just no idea how or why that could possibly happen, though. It's very, very weird. On to my rant. Yes, it's time for me to rant. What am I going to rant about today? Well, it's the rail unions. Before I start about the rail unions, I'd like to make it clear that I'm not against unions as such. The concept of a union is great. Throughout our working lives, we all need support at some time or other. Having someone there to support, help and represent us is without doubt a good thing. I would have relished such support when I needed it. Having said that, there are also some bad sides to our unions. I really do not understand why the unions deem it necessary to link a political party, nor why they think that strike action is a suitable course of action. So why do I rant about this now? Well, the simple answer is, I have been affected by a strike. Yes, in the middle of a pandemic, the RMT union has called a strike. Of all the things a staycation might be impacted by in the current climate, this is not one I expected. I have to make alternative arrangements at an additional cost to myself. If this was due to the pandemic, I would have accepted it. To say I'm livid about this would be an understatement. So strike action. It may be an unpopular view in some quarters, but I believe strike action is disruptive, counterproductive and childish. Let me tell you more about that. So disruptive. 
A strike disrupts the lives of people who pay the wages of the staff and funds the union. <laughs> the customers. Why would anyone think that this might be a good idea? Personally, I go out of my way to look after my customers. After all, they provide my livelihood. If we have internal disputes, I sure as hell would not put them in front of my customers. Counterproductive. Yeah, it is counterproductive. Whatever the grievance may be, I don't believe losing money, continuity of pension payments and all the associated hardships that it would bring to the staff and families can be justified. Not only this, but it alienates people who may otherwise support them. Childish, yeah. do you remember when you were a kid, perhaps playing a board game with the parents? When you were not winning or getting your own way, you would have a tantrum, probably throw the board in the air and say, I'm not playing anymore. There are distinct similarities between a child losing a game and strike action. Let's have a strop and not play anymore. Professional. As a professional adult in a safety critical role, surely a childish attitude is not normal. For me, this is an internal discussion between employer and employee. Anyone who has been in work for a number of years will no doubt have had disagreements with their seniors. The question of is it appropriate to air your grievance in front of both your customers and the public does not seem a professional way of proceeding. Most assuredly, it is not something I would contemplate. Talk. Yeah, they should talk. The best way to resolve an issue is to talk it through sensibly and find the middle ground. Threatening to eject to your toys from the pram and storming out does no one any good. I'm sure the union leaders would say they have tried to talk. A compromise has been attempted. However, I believe that ultimately they are failed politicians and want to try and play in that arena. The staff just become a pawn in their attempt to make a political point. So my plea to the unions is don't take strike action. Simple as that. No one gains. If you win some benefit, you do so at what cost? Please resolve your differences in an adult and discreet way. I don't want to know your troubles. I have enough of my own and you are only adding to them. You have a great opportunity and responsibility as a union to help and support your members. But please, please, please do it in a positive and constructive way. You are not politicians. Yes, it's dad joke time now. Here we go. If you recall, in my last podcast, I talked about the great British media. I spoke about the fact that they were capable of filling hours and hours of broadcast time and newspaper columns with little news. Personally, I don't want to hear it. I just want the facts. During the week just gone, I heard on the radio a rumour that there was going to be a shortage on butter. I tell you what, I'm not going to spread it. Ah, 
and on to the final section of this week's podcast. Yes, it's events from this week in years gone by. Starting on the 4th of October. In 2016, singer Gwen Stefani and musician Gavin Rossdale divorced after 13 years of marriage. 2006 saw the WikiLeaks website being launched by internet activist Julian Assange. 1974 saw John Lennon release Walls and Bridges album, featuring the number one single, Whatever Gets You Through the Night. In 1957, the Soviet Union launches Sputnik 1, the first artificial Earth satellite into elliptical low Earth orbit. 1923 saw the birth of Charlton Heston, the Hollywood actor famous for his roles in The Ten Commandments and Ben-Hur. 1539, English King Henry VIII marries Anne of Cleves, his fourth wife. Now to the 5th of October in years gone by. 1975, Kate Winslet, the British actor, was born in Reading, England. She was the youngest person to acquire six Academy Awards of Best Actress. In 1962, Doctor No, the first James Bond film by the novel... Ian Fleming, and starring Sean Connery, premieres in London. Again, in 1962, the Beatles released their first record, Love Me Do, and Monty Python's Flying Circus begins airing on BBC TV. In 1951, Sir Bob Geldof, singer, songwriter and political activist, was born. In 1947, Harry Truman makes his first presidential address, televised from the White House. On the 7th of October, in years gone by, in 1959, Simon Cowell, the English recording executive and producer of X Factor and American Idol, was born in London. In 1952, Russian President Vladimir Putin was born. And finally, in 1931, Archbishop Desmond Tutu was born in South Africa.